Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hello there. Welcome to episode five, titled The Power of No. So this week, I've been thinking about, thinking a lot about older black women, Um, the people in my family, my friend's family, um, just lady that I knew, ladies that I knew from work. And they've always had this one trait, this one thing that I thought was like, I was always curious about. They always had this inability to say no. And I thought about what price do you pay when you don't say no? Now, I know, you know, if you're a black woman, you are in a precarious situation where violence and exploitation is all around you. So oftentimes you say yes, so that you can like wade off that type, those, though, that violence towards you. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in situations where you aren't where the the choice isn't do this or violence. I'm talking about situations where you have choice, autonomy, and fairness. So um, when I was observing black women, I realized that though we don't know it or don't though we don't acknowledge it, saying yes or saying no, it has a cost to it. It costs a lot. You know, you wear your yeses and your nose on your body. You hear it in their long sighs and their curved back, their soft but callous hands and the ability to gather their strength at any moment. Like you see and you hear those yeses and those noes in those moments. And um, I realized that this inability to say no is a really, really huge hurdle for women. Socially, women are often taught to shy away from no you know, when a boy hits you, uh, you know, we, ain't, we aren't taught to say, no, don't do that or tell them to stop. The advice that was typically given is that, oh, you know, shrug it off. They like you. And when those same girls grow up and become teenagers, you know, these teenage boys, once again, violate the bodies of girls, young girls by touching them. And once again, their no is ignored or they don't say anything because, you know, earlier on you taught me that it doesn't matter anyway. So why would I say no now? Or if you grew up in like a dysfunctional family, you know, you may have become the surrogate parent. And I realized that a lot of like older daughters typically become surrogate parents. And once you're forced into this role, your no's are removed. You know, you're expected to contribute in a certain way. And as a result, you kind of ride along with things with no objections because in your childhood, you were designated for this role and you you didn't have a choice in whether or not you're going to do it. You just knew that you had to. So when we learn about the power of no, we we often do so by having it removed from us. You know, we're either told that it's unladylike to say no, aka the boys won't like you, or we are abused by the people closest to us and feel as if we have no choice, aka do this to keep the family functioning. 
And as a result, we go along with things we hate. You know, we date people we don't like. We develop no boundaries and allow people to impede on things that we really, really need to have a healthy and functional relationship. So, um, you know, when I talk about incorporating the word no into your vocabulary, I'm often met with some hesitation and fear and dread. And, you know, people fear being abandoned by the by the people they love the most. They fear the judgment that comes with no. They fear the conflict that comes with no. And today we're going to, do, to address some of these fears. I'm going to teach you what no is. We're going to teach you what the cost of not saying no is. And finally, we're going to go over strategies on how to say no or the phrases that will help you get, get there. So first, let's talk about fears. One of the biggest reasons why people steer away from no is because they fear being abandoned, being left. And often these folks have a warped, you know, a warped childhood where boundaries were not respected. Um, they may have, as kids, voiced their displeasure, but were quickly, you know, ignored or shooed off and realized that no matter how many times I voice my displeasure, it means nothing. Um, they may have said no and had it weaponized against them. And you know, you, you, you've been in this experience, you know, the whole, how dare you say you don't want to do this? How dare you say you, you don't want, how dare you say you don't want to say yes to this when I've done X, Y, and Z. It's that like tit for tat, um, I'm old type of, um, uh, point of view that, um, that's invalidating It's invalidating. Or they may have a situation where someone essentially voices, if you don't allow me to disrespect your boundaries, I'll leave you. And in through all of those scenarios, the message is the same. I'll leave you if you tell if you tell me what you need. So ask yourself, why would you be comfortable with that? Why would you be comfortable with someone who's comfortable with saying, I can only love you if you allow me to disrespect you? Because that's what they're saying to you. They're saying, hey, yeah, I know you may have some requirements and needs, but I'm not going to fulfill these things. Um, and that's just what it's going to be. And it, even if you needed to survive, even if you needed to feel better in, in our in our relationship, I won't give it to you. Is that a person who loves you? Is that a person who cares? Is that a person who you want to have holding your well-being it's not so let go of the fears and see what that action is telling you it's telling you something about this person in your life and maybe you don't want them in your life or maybe you can challenge them to change their behavior so that you guys can have a healthy relationship next you might fear judgment and judgment is a big thing your feet you fear what people might think of you or how they may react to your no. And this is the one of the thoughts that I want you to challenge yourself with when you're thinking about saying no and the fear that's coming up. What you think of what those thoughts that are coming from your mind after you, you know, create this scenario that may not may or may not happen around saying no. Those thoughts that you think about you, they come from you. They come from you. And if you think about it, um, if you say no 
to someone and they scrunch up their face. Um, and if they don't vocalize what that means, you have no clue what they're thinking. You're really just making up, um, an idea. You have an idea, you have an assumption, but you don't know if that's the truth. You know, they could have scrunched up their face because their nose was itching at the same time. They could have scrunched up their face because they had to sneeze. They could have scrunched up their nose because they didn't like it. The point is you don't know. You don't know what's going on in their mind. So when you're making these assumptions about what people are thinking about you or what judgments they're creating, it's coming from you. Those thoughts are coming from you because they haven't told you. They haven't told you. They haven't said anything. So you are the person who thinks this and you use certain circumstances to try and confirm it. So if I have low self-esteem and I already think that I'm a burden, um, when I say no, I'm going to automatically go to, oh, they're going to think I'm difficult because, you know, I already think I'm a burden. And if you think about or look and examine your thought patterns, you'll notice that typically whatever you think or say to yourself that is negative to you um, is very similar to what you think others are thinking about you. They're very similar. And the reason being because those are underlying thoughts that you think about yourself. And you're just using this circumstance to confirm it. So remember or challenge those thoughts. So I'm going to give you an example um, of a scenario about judgment. Um, So I said no to it. And this is just a hypothetical situation. I said no to an excursion that my friend, my friends wanted to go to. Like, you know, we're going on vacation. They want to try out this new thing and I don't really want to do it. Now, I think that they are going to think I am difficult and bitchy because I said I didn't want to do that. And if I had self, if I had high self-regard, I might think something differently. I might think that um, nothing's going to come out of it because my friends respect my wishes and they are okay with doing the excursion without me. Or I may think maybe next time I'll try something else, but I just don't feel like doing it right now. However, you know, I wouldn't jump to a negative assumption about myself. That's not my first thought. Because one, I don't know what they're thinking about me saying no. I just don't know it. I don't know it because they aren't saying it. And even if they're saying it, it may not be true because we've all seen people who say one thing and mean another. And number two, thinking thinking badly about myself would not be my first option in this scenario. And that's what happens when you when you think about saying no and automatically jump to the assumption that they're going to have a negative reaction to it. Like I'm, that's not going to be the first option that I'm going to think they're going to have a negative reaction to my boundaries. That doesn't make sense to me. And if they do, so what? So be it. So remember that unless they say it or their body language blatantly shows it, um, those thoughts are coming from you. They're what you believe about yourself. And when you feel fear around a no, you have to remember the only thing a no does is create space for you or it removes people who you think you don't deserve, 
who think you don't deserve a say in your life. And you don't want that. You want people who think you do deserve a say in your life. So what is a no? In the words of Oprah, no is a sentence. And in my words, it says, I have respect for my needs and myself. That's what no is. No is not negativity. It's not negativity. However, it can keep you away from certain joys, depending on how you use no. You have to find that delicate balance. According to Dr. Seals from Psychology Today, no is a moment of clear choice. When you say no, you are deciding that the circumstances aren't comfortable for you and you're going to opt out. And when you say yes, you're agreeing to those circumstances presented to you by those around you. Yes, cost a lot. It costs time, money, temperament, personality, desire, energy, your mental health, your body, your reputation. So when you say yes or you don't say anything at all, you are simply giving away those things which aren't small. Um, you're giving them, you know, you're giving these big things away with ease. And saying no may be very new to many of us or many of you all, and that's okay. You know, I am a big proponent. This is my favorite thing that I've learned in all of my life is that everything is a muscle. Everything is a muscle. Everything is a muscle. Your voice, you can improve it. It's a muscle. Your mind, you can improve it. A muscle. Your thoughts, a muscle. You can improve it. Everything is a muscle. So you can build strategies and you can build practices to train that muscles. And it may be hard at first. But, you know, through these practices, if you continue to use them, it'll be a breeze. Just like when you're weight training, you know, you may go up a weight and it may be hard at first. But once you continue practicing it, it'll become easy and then you're going to move up and up and up. So here are some of my strategies. Um, I love a good thank you, but a good thank you, but, you know, you want them to consider you for other opportunities or outings. So lead with graciousness, but ultimately decline. Thank you, but I'm tired. I love to go, but I don't have the energy today because I've, you know, worked so many hours and I can't give it to you. Uh, you push your point. I understand that you like X, Y, and Z, but I need fill in the blank with your point in order to do whatever it is that they're asking. Explain why. Sometimes people need an explanation and it's okay to give it to them. I can't do that. And here's why. Um, one thing, one strategy I really want you guys to be very firm on is being inflexible with your nose. People will push and double down on it and you have to be firm and say no still. Like, even though you want to change my mind, even though you're sounding very convincing, um, I'm going to say no, because I just really don't want to do this and I'm tired. You know, some people are used to giving their ways and you have to revisit that no multiple times. Um, there is a strategy that is um, that was written by Dr. Howley from Psychology Today, and she stated that you can also remind yourself that you have to draw the line somewhere. If not here, where, you know, people will take as much as you allow them. So what line are you going to draw? Uh, you can also explain that it's not that you don't want to help. You'd love to help, but it's that you can't take on something new. 
You can't take on something new without letting someone else down. And maybe they are not cognizant of your feelings or your needs, but they may be cognizant of other people's feelings and other people's needs. Um, You can remind them you're saying no to a request, but not the person. People take no's personally. And you can reiterate, hey, there's no offense to you. I love you. I care about you. But for this task that you're asking me to do or this need that you need me to do, I can't give it to you. Um, I apologize that I can't give it to you. But I still love you and I can help you find a way or find someone to solve that problem for you. Or you could just leave it at that. I can't help you. Finally, just say no. You know, people must get comfortable with boundaries and you can be that teacher for them. Say no, be the teacher. And in that vein, I want you guys to explore no throughout your week. Use it diligently and take care. Love, Charlie. Bye-bye. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.